0: in the kitchen, cooking her up.
1: Here we oh, go. That
0: was a nice crack. What are you cracking over there, King?
1: This right here, Ty, is a creamy root
0: beer. Root beer. And can I get an idea on the brand? Got the some Identific-
1: The UPC uh, code here states that it- this is a Zevia branded beverage, Ty uh it's sweetened with stevia and it has zero sugar zero calories zero caffeine and that's it there's just a bunch of zeros on it kind of like my uh tfsa savings account
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that sounds like it will make you empty inside uh both Mm -hmm. the stevia and stevia sound like from like prescription pharmaceuticals did, were you able to buy that over the counter that that can of root beer <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean unless you count the uh express checkout counter at whole foods as over the counter then yes i did buy. i i purchased it directly over the counter from um that nice young man rick is his name uh he was wearing a dark green overall or wow, apron, I should that... say.
0: yeah why do they make the the employees at whole foods wear an apron like, well, let me tell you, gonna... as
1: somebody uh, who used to work at a grocery store, time <laughs> <laughs> it was to protect the more valuable asset, which was the uh, neon green T-shirt that I had to wear.
0: Oh, because that's going going through less wash cycles. No, they so. would go through less wash cycles you'd think.
1: I guess it's just a sturdier canvas, cotton type material, uh, and so therefore, you know, when you like put when you like haul boxes onto other bigger boxes <laughs> like <laughs> when it brushes up against your
0: hermes belt like it, it won't scratch it you know that kind, mm. of, that kind of thing right interesting mm-hmm. i i'm familiar with this frontline worker vernacular <laughs> <laughs> or culture if you will <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. but i will tell you that i do like uh zv beverages i like that they're clear when i crack them open it always surprises me catches me off it's, always, guard.
1: A, it's always a nice little shock to the system when you you know, are looking at like a clear glass of uh, bubbly liquid and then you take a sip and it tastes like Coke.
0: Mm-hmm. It makes me realize Coke is adding caramel coloring to their beverage, right? They're not, that's not natural to be brown Because if There's Zevia no made hell. it clear, Zevia didn't extract the brown from their beverage. I'm assured the brown was an additive. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, Ty, this is exactly like the yellow cheese white cheese last episode because think about it, we're more used
0: to the yellow cheese but in fact that's the sham. <laughs> no kidding. So like how did Coke get to this point then? Like at one at some point they thought like people will like this beverage better if it looks like Dookie. <laughs> and and then it worked and they they haven't gone back since. I think it was more of an iconic brand play. Like do you remember that
1: mm-hmm. black water that came out? Like when mm-hmm. you like this mm-hmm. was the same era when they were like putting out like purple ketchup and like all that kind of bullshit. Like there was like also a black, like alkaline water and it was just tastes like water, like it tastes like nothing, but it was like looked like coke. It was like dark and like it looked like charcoal water or something. But uh mm-hmm. I think that's like just the marketing play to make you like when you see a dark liquid, you just associate it with coke now. It's so iconic and unique that you just, it's like nothing can overpower that in terms of mm-hmm. what's like already in your head it's just coke that's it or yeah. Pepsi.
0: i i don't get it though like i understand that it's marketing <laughs> brilliant marketing to change the color of something to make it more memorable but who thought that brand like did they drink it and think this tastes like it should be brown is that is mm. that what went through the heads of the marketing execs that made that call Hmm. I don't know, Ty. Like, I guess I they were the limited back water. in
1: the twenties. Yeah, they <laughs> in the probably 20s, only they... had a... <laughs> They were working with primary colors, right? Yeah, they didn't have uh, fucking unicorn piss purple to introduce. So they only had like, you know, what they had, right? I that's guess you can point. like is it
0: really brown though? It's kind of it's kinda of black. It's a little bit black, but not in like a alkaline water black. Like that's a controversial water tone like that was meant to provoke and create dialogue but the coca-cola brown is a little bit more uh of the everyman you know unoffensive
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so
0: riddle me this
1: you know when you go to subway and you fill up your cup with coke there's it always looks like it appears as if there are two spouts kind of merging as one as it enters Mm -hmm. your cup
0: Yeah, It's almost like a swirl. So there's
1: like a dark, dark dark liquid. And then there's like a clear one. And my assumption is like, there's a heavily concentrated Coke, like liquid, Mm -hmm. that's like easier to store and ship. And then like, basically the rest is just carbonated tap water or something.
0: Or maybe it's just regular
1: tap water because it's so uh, like not as
0: bubbly, you know, when you Mm -hmm. get it from the fountain. Pretty flat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's definitely flat like the personalities on this podcast but it's come on you're right there's like a syrup coming through right it's like a thick syrupy cola and then Mm -hmm. then they're spraying that bubbly in there Mm -hmm.
1: i think next time i'm gonna just like put my cup like underneath only the coke one and then drink this highly concentrated coke like where it's gonna give me like like age or something (laughs) in like a week of drinking it Don't end it, Ty. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah,
0: don't t- don't touch it. <laughs> don't touch it? Okay. I had a notification on my iPhone right now, iPhone 13 Pro, by the way, that it oh, was trying to reconnect and restart the episode. So I hope I didn't lose you for too long. Hmm. Well, all good on my end, uh, Houston. We do
1: not have a problem. So I'll let you know if anything changes on my side, but uh, I am the host and I am hearing mm-hmm. you loud and clear, Ty. So... Please continue.
0: Sounds good. Thanks, Dad. Uh, Okay. I I believe you're correct. That makes the soda machine both a soda stream at Subway as well as a mixologist. Like, they've replaced the, the mixologist. Actually, you are the mixologist because you can kind of combine it any way you want, and it's just shaking it up for you. Dude, at Subway, you are the
1: sandwich chef. You are the mixologist. You are the creator, the consumer. But
0: so mm-hmm. if you
1: aren't, it is the franchise owner.
0: Yet. Yet. That's what you got to pay daddy for. Yeah. Now, um, there's an opportunity here, Eric, with this beverage. If we could uh, isolate one of the two streams, then you could have just carbonated water, which is all we all want there anyways. That's what I'm drinking right now. I got like a hint of Pample Mousse LaCroix in hand. or or you could just get like that thick syrupy brown cola like that mixture as a shooter get the sugar hit and get out Mm -hmm. you know
1: what i think the color also might have to do with um coke's like very indulgent branding
0: Mm -hmm. it's like
1: we know we're bad for you this is like this is not to be healthy this is the just embrace the fact that this is fucking pure liquid Coke. And I, I ain't talking about the beverage this time. Um, whereas like with Stevia, no, Zevia, I should say, it's uh, it's clear because it wants
0: to show you, hey, we
1: have nothing to hide.
0: Mm-hmm. Transparency. They're the Everlane of soda pops. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Whereas Coke is uh... the
1: Balenciaga. They're like, you know what? This is a $10,000 jacket that
0: Kanye's going to wear and you can't buy it because it's sold out. got some clothing from everlane a little while ago and the bag that i came in was like clear plastic or like it was reusable but you could see through it and i thought that was that was pretty funny those guys really need like just they need a different layer to their brand Mm -hmm. they um i didn't know they people people
1: still shop there to be honest with you ty
0: well, I'm talking, um, about years. I don't obviously don't shop there. This is years ago. Years ago now, Mm.
1: And in the name of research, I, I would hope. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly, my Jound products <laughs> all arrive in reusable Ziploc bags with Jound branding on them. And mm. you already know that I use that everywhere I can. Uh, just to let people know that I don't use regular Ziploc branded bags. I use Jound Ziploc bags.
0: Wow. Did did uh jean founder justin saunders borrow the topography of the classic ziploc bag to create this or is this like a new type of ziploc like can i just imagine um, a ziploc bag and i'm thinking of what he made yeah you're pretty much right on the nose with that
1: um i would maybe say like it's literally the one with the zipper <laughs> it's a zipper bag mm. but the zipper is white so, like there's no like weird blue shit on it it's just like clean white exactly what you'd expect from the taste of god himself
0: Mm -hmm. wow that sounds like i would put that on my mood board Mm -hmm.
1: um ty this is a big weekend for a lot of reasons so you know first of all we got lover's day on monday which is Mm. you know for the the gals and the ghouls out there to uh you know express their love for one another and whatnot. Not really not long, really perhaps. for the
0: not for the breadheads though. All the breadheads that listen to this, I'm assuming you're notoriously single. I'm assuming like Valentine's <laughs> Day for the breadheads that they just like, I don't know, jerk off and then do a wordle and it's just another day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, god damn it. The wordle of the day is jerk off. And uh, is single a five letter word? It's not. Anyways, yeah. Ty. Um, you're right. Valentine's Day alone. for our audience, alone.
0: <laughs>
1: um, yeah, Valentine's Day for our audience is more about community, I would say. You know, engaging mm-hmm. in the uh, comment section on Hype beast, things like that. Um, lowballing mm-hmm. other people on Grailed. The mm-hmm. only notification you get is, like, people on Grailed to- saying no. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, splitting a long perhaps with your best mate. Um, but also, Ty, this weekend is my birthday.
0: <laughs> wow. Happy wow. early
1: birthday to my co-host, Eric.
0: Congratulations.
1: Um, but I did want to, I did not want to spend too much time talking about me, but I did want to mention that I did go for an early birthday activation um, mm. at a sushi restaurant, which I wanted to talk to you about.
0: Okay. I love a breakdown of your meals out. Mm -hmm.
1: See, Ty lives far from the downtown core, so I have to let him know what it's like to eat out here sometimes.
0: Yeah, I'm eating vicariously through you, Eric. Thank you. Uh, Um, Suburban restaurants just... (laughs) No, we're not going to say that. (laughs) It's not that. (laughs) But suburban restaurants don't really hit the palate the same way that, like, a... Forty five dollar cauliflower steak in Gastown does. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, dude! Um, You're right. Suburban restaurants are more like,
1: um, like someone's like daughter is working at the host is like a host, like you know (laughs) what I mean. (laughs) Like someone's daughter's first job, and they're like,
0: they have to like seat my entire family and like school, like that kind of vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. Suburban restaurants are funny because you can always like park right outside. Exactly. You can park right in front of the door. There's There was never a wait. Um,
1: And then, like, this nice young uh, blonde girl has to walk my entire family to a booth.
0: All you're trying to do is keep (laughs) up. It's always a booth, too. Booths were invented by the suburbs for the suburbs.
1: Exactly. We don't have space for booths in in the city, you know what I mean? We have room for one non-socially distanced table next to another and that's it. And sometimes they can even pull them apart depending on your group size.
0: Mm-hmm. And I I don't like the long table format, Eric. I don't like to be rubbing shoulders with like a first date on my left and like some cranky Karens on my right. All I'm trying to do is mm-hmm. like slurp back some foot. Like mm-hmm. give me my space. I need, to, I need to move. Eating is a physical experience. Mm-hmm. I
1: don't mind rubbing elbows if it's with my... Um, safe six bubble uh, <laughs> but I do appreciate um, a lovely little hot tub shaped table booth situation where mm-hmm. you know the youngest most nimble people of your family have to sit like in the middle
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and like the elders are on the outside because they need easy aisle access just like on an mm-hmm. airplane it's like oh I can't I can't fathom sitting next to the window like I have to sit in the aisle because I gotta go to the bathroom like four times this dinner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny something about like just like aging requires you to just have access to space.
1: Yeah, it's like it requires patience. patience.
0: Mm-hmm. We just but, had yeah, enough boost- of
1: uh, these fucking kids. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't want to. It's they're actually not going to the bathroom to, to piss. They're going there to just get five minutes of
0: solitude. Like, holy fuck. I'm so happy this guy moved out. Mm-hmm. They just stare in the mirror. They think about their own mortality. They gather, mm-hmm. gather themselves and then they come back to the uh, discussion.
1: Exactly. They come back to the NFT topic that, we, that they yeah, left. And
0: they're like, I, they're still not following, but <laughs> <laughs> um, they'll all die off eventually. Mm-hmm. Or move That's out. High. Like, the, the cities aren't for the elderly, Eric. We've we pushed all the elderly out of the cities. That's why there's no booths in the urb in urban centers. Wow.
1: Is this ageism? Is this like young people saying, like, you know what? We're done with these old fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Bar stool seating only. <laughs> exactly. Only in tables. Possible. It's like physically
0: impossible for
1: certain uh, age groups.
0: I was at I was like uh at Six Acres last weekend and like the seating in there's so funny. It's literally like like a foot and a half tall stool with no back and you like oh, hunch yeah. over a little table candle table it's Dude, six
1: acres is cursed and is it is that
0: the place where you sit at like the
1: table is like a barrel yeah
0: <laughs> no Maybe. there's nothing i don't know there, i don't know if there there might be like a half barrel like they sliced it in half and gave you the oh, top dear. but uh it's not very ergonomic it's definitely ageism manifesting mm-hmm. in like through urban space I honestly think it's like craft beer market or
1: like one of these like beer like fake craft beer establishments that are obviously backed by but like Big Budweiser. Mm-hmm. Uh they, they usually have like a barrel type of table where you have to like hug it with your legs. Like your legs like my rock star skinnies, you know, they're on tight. Like I, I have to hop three times to put them on, you kind of thing, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I have to like spread my wings like real real wide in order to sit at this barrel. Actually, you know where it is? It's uh Fucking uh, deep cove brewing,
0: boom. Do you know what I'm talking I mean, about? I know what you're talking about. There, they love the barrel. <laughs> they're, they're, they're barrel people. I have a problem with the barrel, Eric. You know what my problem <laughs> with the? Okay, many problems. Ergonomics aside, you gotta wrap those legs tight around that thing. Weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it's they like always a mechanical bowl. <laughs> it's like you're riding a mechanical bowl the whole meal. Uh, my big problem with it is they always touch up the barrel it's never just like the the effortlessness of just a barrel there's something kind of like humble about that like farm old old like beer equipment or whatever mm-hmm. um, but then they like they like finish it with a glass countertop they have a wraparound pole for know. a footrest like they've frankensteined the humble barrel <laughs> into a table the effort to do that you could have just got a proper table but they wanted to keep the aesthetic of the stupid barrel and, but then they mm-hmm. by doing by doing the alterations ruin the concept of the barrel to begin with. Mm-hmm. They they cheese and
1: toasted it without
0: needing to cheese
1: and toast it. Like, yeah. like they just like, you're right. They like if you're gonna make it difficult by putting a barrel in here, at least like save money by like not putting this like weird glass shit on top. Or also mm-hmm. just feel like I'm being scammed. Like it's all fake.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna call out the fakers. Mm-hmm.
1: They really just made it, you know, easier to put food on top to not inconvenience themselves. But they said, you know what, if you want to straddle the thing, it's not my problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to encourage some straddling because that's the only mm-hmm. way to sit at it. Mm-hmm. I uh, when I go to that place,
1: I think I don't really go there anymore because, um, you know, the person I was visiting in Deep Cove no longer lives there. I live in downtown, thank God. Mm. But when I did go there, I would actively reject sitting the way they intended me to I would always place both knees on one side of the table and kind of just mm. like like sit you know kind of like I'm reading a book at Wendell's like just like <laughs> this
0: oh yeah cross-legged a little bit and then
1: eat kind of sideways and like you know just
0: like not really pay attention to it kind of like a, a Parisian cafe even just like I, legs crossed. totally I get that it's a very pretentious way to sit uh it's how you sit when you're at brunch on a patio
1: yes and you're just like people watching like you're not even facing your date you're just facing like yeah. the road
0: yeah you're there for the, ener- <laughs> the energy of the, the street mm-hmm. i do that i do that one a lot i love that that pose mm-hmm. um now eric you're not ever gonna find barrel seating at subway friend any subway franchise it doesn't exist because subway no way. it's for the people subway was designed <laughs> with everybody in mind you know what you will find at subway Mm-hmm. boots you'll find a booth.
1: <laughs> wow i think you're right about that you'll never see like uh these like bullshit barrels because that's like some american like western fucking dirty hairy bullshit it's not mm-hmm. like uh you know like in italy we, there's no barrels in italy okay just let me get this straight
0: there's no, um, unless they're um, like oh, yeah.
1: whole casks full of like aged vino exactly they're filled with uh whiskey or or wine you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah you're right you will find booths at a subway uh you will find you know standalone couples table which is stupid it should just all be bar seating because you're all you're all sitting by yourself
0: it's all single guys they need a bar seating and they need a tv to look at
1: exactly it should just be a sports bar like why isn't there a tv in there and why isn't there just like a bench going the entire length of the restaurant
0: it makes so much sense for their clientele but also Subway's brand is constantly trying to associate itself with sports. All of their sponsors are like sports or like professional athletes. All Mm -hmm. like they're constantly on social media talking about the big game. It could be any Mm -hmm. game, honestly. Uh, Mm -hmm. A TV would just make sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, the TV and the,
1: and the bar are also mutually exclusive too. Like you could um, just have a long bar like uh, this restaurant I went to in New York called Kazunori. It's like mm. a, it's like kind of like a hand roll sushi bar, and the entire restaurant is just one long like like building. It's like one long fucking space, and then you just like you're a bar in a foot entire way. You're inside the foot. You're inside the party sandwich, and nice. uh, and like you can sit by yourself, you can sit beside your date, and it's like equally fine. Like you're, it's just like exactly what it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, you can talk to either people on your left or right it's you can talk to the chef who's making a sandwich in front of you i mean ty the fucking opportunities here are endless
0: uh, i think that would be a cool format for subway the problem with the bar seating is that it breaks down after like three people like if you're you have a party of three or more then it becomes a really challenging setup to enjoy a meal as a group in bar format but that's not a problem for Subway because groups don't go there. And if they did, they would only make their regular patrons, the single guys, feel sad. Nothing would make <laughs> me feel worse than eating alone and watching a group of friends enjoy their meal.
1: Mm-hmm. You should be stopped at the door if you are group three or more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it should be like, hold on a second. Like, only, we can only get two of you in. It's like a like, a <laughs> at, like <laughs> at the bar. It's like, we're at capacity uh we can let you know the two hotties in but sorry you, mm-hmm. you, you do the girls have, in. To, have to wait yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: have yes. to wait till these two girls are done slip them a benjamin just to get through the front door well par- exactly. parties of four politely declined exactly all substitutions and
1: large groups um yeah. but you know speaking of sushi and you know my birthday after activation i did oh, go right. to a sushi restaurant which is why, why i brought all this up uh it was at this omakase bar in steveston thai and it was apparently started by the ex chef of miku mm. and um yeah it was an interesting, interesting experience because one we had the entire restaurant to ourselves it was like pretty small I don't know if this was because of uh, staff shortages type social distancing guidelines or I don't know. Who, who knows? It was, it was a big group of us. So it's, it's entirely possible that, you know, to clear the whole thing out and let us have it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they required us to pre-order our food.
0: Pre-order so to, like, how early? Our order.
1: Like before like, when we made the die? rezo. No. Like when we made the rezo. So like a week before, we... I had to, like, put down exactly, like, what rolls we wanted, and that's like, extremely challenging, because, like, if you're not in the mood for sushi at that given moment, like, how are I supposed to order, like, how am I supposed to know what I'm going to eat in a week? I don't
0: even know what I'm going to eat tonight. I don't, I don't understand why, like, do they need to, like, bring the eel in from Japan?
1: I think that's it, Ty. I think they have to, like, source the fish in the freshest way possible. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, imagine, damn. like, you do imagine if you do that at Subway, like, like oh we gotta know like if we how much vegetables we need like that would make it so much fresher like they could only like pick
0: you know the vegetables that
1: they needed that day
0: Hmm. can you imagine some fresh herbs and recently churned cheese <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. unpasteurized herbs and cheese wow um but yeah we now sat that's down even
0: fresh yeah
1: uh i was honestly like very skeptical about this process i was like i was like this shit's gonna be like they don't even have to like w- do any work like they just like have to like make the shit in the morning put it in the fridge and then we're gonna come there and <laughs> put it on the table like
0: pop it in the microwave <laughs> yeah pop it in the microwave
1: I'm like, what the fuck like that doesn't sound very luxurious like this place is not cheap um and we walked in and my heart dropped when I saw the food already on the table uh before I had even walked in and I was like very concerned I was like uh oh this is gonna suck <laughs> i was like I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna get very mad very quickly because i'm hungry and i'm like dude this if this food is not hitting right i'm gonna be very fucking choked
0: wow. um
1: who knows how long has has been there uh granted we did arrive like 20 minutes late so <laughs> there's a chance that there's just like a 10 minute grace period for the food coming out and it said you know what after 10 minutes we're gonna put it on the table uh we don't know but um you know, we saw the food, so we just, like, sat down at our spot and then immediately started eating, which is, like, something that I've never done before. But I think it was the best way to enjoy a restaurant because you don't even have to talk wow. to the server. You just, like, yeah. see you see your table and just walk in, sit down, and, like, start eating, like, ASAP.
0: I, wow. I don't know if I could <laughs> do that, man. I like the formality, the banter with the server, hearing about the meat specials I can't eat.
1: Mm-hmm. But imagine this: you just drove forty minutes from downtown all the way to Steveston, and you're like, "Holy fuck, I'm hungry." You've just been sitting in traffic, and you're just like sweating. You're just like, "Holy fuck, I'm hitting ketosis just sitting at the stoplight," mm-hmm. and you realize, like, "Wow, I could put, it, I could eat anything right now." And we sat down, immediately popped like three California roll pieces in my mouth, and holy fuck, dude, it was it was heavenly.
0: Yeah, Papa satisfied. Mm-hmm. Damn. It, it, it sounds like an intriguing idea. I mean, like, the only restaurant on Earth where I walk in and the food's already out is Subway. <laughs> so it's obviously works for them, too.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, a sushi bar and a sandwich bar are very similar in a way. Like, have you ever sat at a bar in a sushi restaurant where you can, like, look in through the sneeze guard and you can see the eel just, like, sitting
0: there? Mm-hmm. Waiting to be all chopped up? Exactly. Yeah, it's true. They're very similar. And both the uh, I think there's like with, with sushi making, there's an artistry associated with that. Like we usually regard sushi chefs as, like as like a higher caliber of, mm-hmm. of cook than your your typical like tacos club mm-hmm. line chef. Yeah, years to master. Exactly, much like sandwich making, exactly. both artists of different types. Mm-hmm. In a way,
1: the sushi roll pie is the japanese sandwich mm-hmm. you know you got carbs on the outside you know they got the rice mm-hmm. you got the vegetables and chopped vegetables on the inside you got maybe some protein in there as well
0: mm-hmm. it really is i i've mm-hmm. never I, I don't know what they do in tokyo but i know in australia they serve you the maki roll un, uncut so when you order like a california roll it actually comes as like one long Mm. six-inch, if you will. <laughs> uh, mm. The artist Yeah, and you just cut. kind of bite into it and like, chew your way down. Oh. Is it like a big a old fat roll... cigar. Is it like a hand-roll situation
1: or, or is it like
0: really just the roll itself uncut? It's the roll itself uncut. So they will prep it just like we're used to in our like whitewashed North American sushi restaurant. And then mm. they will... Serve it to you raw, or like, just like a, it's a long, it's a long shtick You know, it's just a mm-hmm. stick of sushi. Mm-hmm.
1: Those give it to you raw, like you've always wanted.
0: That's all I've um, always wanted. It.
1: So, wait a second. Do you tip in these kinds of restaurants, Ty? Because, like, imagine they serve you like, I don't know, what's a what's a food that you have to chop? A chop salad. Imagine you ordered a chopped salad,
0: <laughs> and they just gave you a bunch of leaves. What Dude, you like a YouTube? fucking deconstructed <laughs> chopped salad. Yeah, like un chopped Like, what the fuck is this? It's part, it, you know. And the, this is some millennial bullshit. It's like, they're they're selling an experience, like a chop yourself salad.
1: <laughs> mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I still have yet to experience the tableside Caesar. Uh, maybe next birthday, <laughs> mm-hmm. I will. I will find a place to do this at, and you know. If we have to go to L.A. and go to uh, Boa Steakhouse, then so be it.
0: Well, can you imagine going into a restaurant and ordering an unmade sandwich? Like, you're, they're just like, <laughs> yeah, can. you can <laughs> buy a sandwich here, but you have to make it yourself. Yeah, I can and imagine that, that. I can imagine that, too. I don't, I don't know where, but... Subway. Of course. Subway, isn't, right.
1: Isn't most restaurants, like, you order it unmade?
0: and then they make it yeah but with most restaurants you are actually selecting you're pre-selecting from like a set of blueprints right uh-huh. so it's almost like it for all you know it's they've already made one and it's sitting in the warmer just waiting waiting to come out waiting for an oh, owner yeah. like they know somebody's gonna order this
1: like statistically somebody's gonna order this in the next five minutes in the acceptable time window of it being fresh sure. enough to sell Uh and so therefore you you know played right into their hand.
0: Exactly. If you walk into Burger King at noon, you know they got a few whoppers prepped and ready for action. Exactly. They're 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 on the the, bench.
1: Yeah, no one's ordering the fucking like random veggie patty.
0: Yeah, you're gonna that'll be a made to order meal and uh Mm -hmm. price a price that comes with that. But Mm -hmm. at Subway, like they can't pre-prep a sandwich. They can't like think like Okay, let's do cold cut lettuce, tomato, some banana peppers, and the, I don't know, honey mustard. That's probably like someone's going to come in and order that. Mm-hmm. The, the odds are never, it's a prop bet at that point.
1: Imagine like, uh, you know, you order a sandwich and it's exactly what they've already prepped that day. <laughs> and like they, they just like are making your sandwich and then they like slow down and they're just like, oh fuck I can probably pawn this one off and then (laughs) (laughs) like hold on a second this looks this sounds familiar and at the last second when you're not when you like check your phone or something they just like swap one of the sandwiches from below the line Like oh fuck (laughs) I I just wrapped it instantly for you and it's just done and you know you're none the wiser you know you got a a sandwich that was made at at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm.
0: (laughs) <laughs> uh, it makes me think like you ever hit a bakery and they got like the day olds for a buck or two cheaper hanging by mm-hmm. the door the mm-hmm. old buns there's something to be said for like all the aborted sandwiches <laughs> when you get you get halfway through the meal and the patron changes their mind perhaps there was a like an unrecoverable error on the artist's part those mm-hmm. sandwiches just go straight in the bin but they could go by the door they could be in a basket the day olds the rejects
1: mm-hmm. yeah or even given away like I've uh, I walked by a market slash cafe on my street and I just saw on the curb was a box that said free vegan pizza wow and I was like wow it's vegan like, <laughs> like, do, you think, do, you, <laughs> like do you think like a an unhoused person would walk by that and be like like, what are the chances? Like, there's a vegan unhoused person. By? <laughs> like, they walk by and it's like, oh, fuck. Like, I wonder if this pizza, this unlabeled pizza box is vegan. Like, I can't risk it. And then they just, like, leave it.
0: Can uh, you imagine? You like pop open the pizza and you're like, ah, oh, salon. Like, oh, <laughs> <Damn, man. laughs> Someone else is going to be really lucky. <laughs> Damn.
1: Somebody with higher food standards than me is going to be real satisfied with this. Damn uh
0: beggars can't be choosers man that's true literally beggars <laughs> literally beggars. you're a little bit of a beggar when you come into the way because you have to ask for everything but you're also a choose are you are you what mm-hmm. side of the spectrum are you on are you more beggar or more chooser mm, or is it state a state of mind i
1: think the more times you ask for additional of the same vegetable you inch towards the beggar section of the scale uh part of the pun but you know when you are asking three times for olives i think you're at that point begging
0: (laughs) inch towards i like that
1: you're welcome uh and ty as we inch towards the end of this episode i just want to thank you for podding with me today as always you brought your uh wonderful mind and spirit to this uh you know audio only show that I think our breadheads really appreciate it.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much, Eric. It's been a joy potting <laughs> with you. Um, have a good birthday. Think fresh, everybody. Think fresh, losers.